Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Today, I am talking to Luke Page. And he will tell you a few things about how to sell without being inauthentic and pushy. Now, obviously, selling is a key component of your business because if you're not selling, nobody's buying and there's no business. So it has to be done. But I know for myself in the past and for a lot of you guys out there that, you know, selling is something that you associate with something bad or something sleazy or you don't want to push it or whatever um but it's all about not using scripts and all that stuff it's about being open honest just speaking the truth and creating real connections that's what it's really about so i'm gonna let luke tell you all about that but first as always i want to remind you that if you're in a launch or you're about to launch and you're feeling kind of stuck. You're not sure which direction to go or there's something that you're really unsure about. You can hop on a launch chat with me for 20 minutes and we can figure that out for you. So you'll find that link in the show notes. But let's get into that episode, shall we? Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Today, I have Luke Page with me, and he is coming in from Australia, and it's quite early. So, welcome, Luke. <laughs> Thanks, Kenny, mate. All the way from the land down under where there's kangaroos bouncing around. Uh, just on the road in front of me, there's koalas climbing up the street poles. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like a, you know, I think a lot of people around the world actually think that um, there's this kangaroos bouncing around, you know, through the city and koalas just climbing up it's not the case no no in the outback but not yeah. in the city <laughs> it's quite normal there is just anywhere else i guess yeah pretty much it's pretty pretty normal i mean so you're norway yeah yeah that's correct so norway's norway's cold isn't it it can be yeah in the wintertime definitely is it snow like to the extent where it's snow yeah it definitely snows again you know um well, i think you guys do celsius so not fahrenheit right yeah, we're Celsius. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you know what I'm talking about when I'm saying is, you know, yeah. you can get below 20 Celsius, something like that. So that's oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So it's cold. <laughs> that's real cold. But now yeah, it's summertime yeah. and you guys have the winter time. So, you know, it's yeah. all upside down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're not here to talk about the weather or, you know, oh, the countries the or anything like that. So, <laughs> Uh, but before we get into talking about the stuff that we're going to talk about, I would love for you to introduce yourself. Just tell us a little bit about you and who you are and who you help and how you help them. Awesome, man. Yeah, my name's Luke Page. Um, I help coaches build their online business to six figures. So I, I teach them how to sell with ease. And a big focus is um, becoming a leader, yeah, um, and not just becoming a leader on the outside but becoming a leader on the inside. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, not only showing up on, like, say, social media as a leader and where everyone can see us, but behind closed doors. That's what mm-hmm. I think is really, really important. That's what a lot of the times on the outside where, you know, we're a certain person, but it's behind closed doors, we let everything slip. And I always say that, you know, asking yourself, if people saw you behind closed doors, would they still be impressed? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> For a lot of us, the answer is no, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it's like um, a really important thing to still continue showing up as a leader behind closed doors because that just, you know, that transfers onto the outside, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a big focus of mine. Um, Kenny, I've been... I've been teaching sales for like 11, 12 years and, and um, yeah, I've, I've just always kind of loved business. Yeah. My, 
my parents, um, ever since an early age, I think I was only maybe four years old or something like that. They've had, they've had a business. Um, they've, they've still got that business today. So that's like 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I guess my model of the world is that you just have a business in life. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of like throughout my life, I've had different businesses. None have really ever eventuated, um, until the one that I've, and the reason being is because I've just been impatient as hell growing up. I'm 34 years old now. I've now got patience in life, but when I was in my twenties, man, I was just kind of like, I have to have the world tomorrow type thing, (laughs) (laughs) which like, I don't know, it it made me take a lot of action. But the issue with business, with that being in business was as soon as I had an obstacle or resistance, I'd be like, oh, this ain't working. Go to the Mm -hmm. next idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I just didn't get it. Um, And yeah, I've been in the, I've been in the coaching space now. Um, and teaching coaches how to build their business for three years now. And I've, I've matured up. Yeah, man. I've like, I've, when I say matured up, I'm still a kid, but um, I've just slowed down. And that's the thing that's kept me in the game where I'm like, I don't have to have the world tomorrow type thing. And I'm here for the long term. and I'm cool. Like I'm cool playing it out. Yeah. So like, that's the, that's the key difference that I've got now compared to, I, didn't have five ten years ago Mm -hmm. so um yeah yeah that that's pretty much kind of sums it up yeah that's been been uh, in the coaching for three years and yeah loving it man loving it awesome awesome well yeah um selling is something we need to do you know when we have an online business so um that's Mm. definitely what we're going to talk about today uh but we're also going to talk about how we're going to do that by not being in a inauthentic and pushy which is Mm -hmm. you know common thought that people might have about selling and you know they feel like the pushy salesman and they don't want to yeah. be that but usually well you know when you think about that you're probably not being pushy or salesy or anything like that at all but yeah yeah why don't yeah, you just start, start things off and um we'll take it from there yeah um yeah talking about sales yeah like and and the like the pushy and inauthentic thing um like sales is just, I don't know what you think about it. Like people listen to this, you might have a, a negative or a positive association to say, maybe it's neutral. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, why it's really, and sorry, who's your audience? Uh, coaches and course creators. Coaches and course creators. Sweet. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. So I can kind of talk to that because, you know, sales is such a big topic and depending on who we speak into is how we position this thing. All right. Well, I'll just, I'll be speaking to this like coaches and course creators. You know, um, yeah, it's like so many people just don't like sales, yeah, and they kind of shy away from it. But, you know, sales is like it's it's required to build your, your business, everyone. Like mm-hmm. you have to you have to sell. There's only two things that you have to do really. Like if to, to actually make money in your business, there's only two things you need to do, market and sell. So attract the right people mm-hmm. and then sell them what they want. That is it. Exactly. Two things. So, you know, if you're not, if you're shying away and avoiding sales, you're missing 50% of your, of your business, yeah, to actually make money and get clients. Obviously, once you get clients, you have to deliver and everything like that and then build a team. So that's a different aspect. But if we're talking about, say, um, you know, coaches and, and course creators, that if you're making under six figures or you're making under 200K, probably your main goal, right? Well, your main goal right now is to get clients and make money, right? So, um, yeah, so you're missing 50% of the whole process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Which I would is... probably say you're missing even more because if yeah. you don't, I mean, you can market all the, all the one, all, as much as you want, but if you're not actually mm. selling them something, you're not going to make a single dime. Yes, <laughs> there you go, even more, yeah, it's so yeah. true. So you really want it, it's in your best interest to, um, to actually learn to love sales and you can learn to love it, I 100% know that you can so it doesn't matter if you're hating it right now or even if you are loving it, if you're neutral you can learn to love it um so that would be the goal right um, what, what is so, it that make people hate it or dislike it what are the things that you've seen yeah man I, I would kind of say like it's it's people having like a, a a negative association to sales so kind of like you know sales just is just it's just a tool you mm-hmm. know so you know i'm holding a pen in my hand for example um you know, 
a pen's neither good or bad, man. It's just like, you know, I, I could technically take this pen, go on the street now and stab someone in the eye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. It's only a good thing. But I, I could like, man, I could I could write a, a best-selling a best-selling novel, yeah. I could write a New York tele, um, New York Times best-selling novel, mm-hmm. which would suck because your hand's probably going to be real, real tired by the end of it, and then someone's going to have to transfer it. The poor person's going to have to transfer it digitally. But so yeah, the two, it's a pen, but I could step someone in. I could write a, a novel, a best-selling novel, and it's the same thing with sales, mate. It's just a, it's just a tool. That's it. Um, and you can have. I guess someone use it in a positive sense or someone use it in a negative sense. So if someone doesn't like sales right now, it's just because you've been exposed to someone using sales um, in a negative way or in a mm-hmm. bad way, I guess. Um, and then you've put that association attached that to what sales, the meaning of sales is. Yeah. So um, for example, let's have a look at, can you think, Ken and everyone, everyone listen to this, do this yourself as well. Can you think of a time like what's an example where you haven't when you haven't had a, a good experience with sales? If you can think of something, um, yeah, sure. I I would assume anytime you get into a store and you feel like people are basically throwing themselves at you, you know, not even trying to figure out what it is that you're looking for. They just hey, we got this. Oh, buy this, and then you yeah. kind of get is out. There a- yeah. Is there a specific example where you can actually think of, oh, yeah, you know, it was, it was at, I don't know what, what, I don't even know if you have Walmart. I don't think you probably do over in Walmart. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But is there a specific example where you've gone to buy something from someone and have done that that you can think of? Uh, not at the top of my head, to be honest, but um, I'm sure that, you know, that's definitely something that had happened. <laughs> Yeah. All right, well, let's just make, let's just, let's just pretend. Let's, then. Yeah. yeah, let's just let's pretend. pretend. So, okay. So if you had described that person to me, what was he, was, was he or she actually doing? Um, basically pushing you into something I think you were saying. Yeah. Basically, you know, they're not trying to figure out what it is that you're looking for. And you came into the store for a reason, obviously, but instead mm-hmm. they are uh, focusing on, you know, whatever they have on sale or, what they want to push or yeah, stuff like that. Instead of just, you know, asking simple questions and trying to figure out, you know, what is that you're looking for? Mm, so it's almost like they're wanting to sell the product, but they're not even attending to your needs type thing. So yeah, it's that you probably would have got that pushy feeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where pushiness comes from usually because people are trying to sell you something that you don't want Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what the, the pushy thing comes from. All right, awesome. Um, what about, can you think of a good experience? Uh, yeah, it will be pr- pretty much the opposite, you know. Yep. They, I would say just give people a little bit of time. To, you don't have to attack people right away <laughs> if you're coming into mm-hmm. store. Uh, just give them a little time and then you can approach them and, you know, uh, ask an open-ended question so you don't yep. get the yes and no questions, obviously. Uh, and it, just try to understand, you know, what it is that you're looking for and try to guide you in the right direction to figure out what the needs are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's it. So it's kind of like, if you look at the two, you've got, you've got someone who's been like, you know, pushy um, and, you know, manipulative. Yeah. And then you've got the other person where they've been uh, attentive, they've been caring They've been like listening to your needs type thing. They've been maybe warm. So that's it. You've got two people on the opposite ends of the scales. They're still, they're still doing the same thing. They're still selling something, yeah, but you've mm-hmm. had two completely different experiences. And we've all experienced that, yeah. We've all experienced that. We've all had a positive experience with sales and a negative experience with sales in our life. Now, for, for the people out there that, you know, have got that negative association to sales, and they're like, oh, look, I don't want to identify with that, yeah, because that person there that pushed me into that product that I didn't want, that manipulated me, that lied to me, if I sell, then I'm going to be that person. It's not the case. Because if that was the case, what about all the good experiences that you've had, yeah? Mm-hmm. What about the person when you bought something and you walked away and you are so excited about what you just bought? What about that person that sold you something and you felt you're like you're getting an amazing deal, like it was like you just got it for an absolute bargain? 
why aren't you thinking of that? So let's just switch our thinking for a little bit. Let's change our perspective and look at, think of the good experience. Think of all the good experiences. Do you think of that salesperson as a bad person or are they like, oh, I love that person? And I remember like, um, I remember when I bought it years ago, um, years and years ago, when was I? This is like 10 years ago. I bought a Honda, right, a Honda car. Mm-hmm. And man, like the, the, the sales experience of Honda, unbelievable. And um, also when I was getting it serviced, like they made you feel so special. Yeah. And actually I'll tell you a difference here. This is interesting. Um, they made me feel, I walked in there, they made me feel so special. They made me feel like I was the only person in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and mate, it was like, yeah, I was buying a car. Yeah. But I could have went to Honda in you know this location, Honda in this location, Honda in this location. So it's not necessarily like the car. I can get the car anywhere, but like, mm-hmm. what made me stop at these, these guys? And it was how they sold. They made me feel special. They understood my needs and they go, here, here's a solution for you, yeah? And um, mate, every time I went in to go get a service, they'd open the door for me, everything like that. And like, this is still sales, yeah? It's still mm. sales. So even though it's like a service thing, they're still selling, yeah? You and I talking to each other, we're just selling each other's ideas, yeah? Everything we do in life is sales and communication. That's what I say. Sales is just communication, right? Um, and if you look on the other end, I bought a, a, a Mercedes uh, a few years ago, mate, they made me feel like a piece of shit. Oh. So they were like, um, they nothing. They were just like, I was like asking questions and then just like, like that. <laughs> I actually went to a different, um, I went to a different dealership purely because I was buying the car. Yeah. I was like, yep. well, this product's amazing, but I'm like, I'm not giving my business to these two. So I went to the next dealership mm-hmm. and they were way better. But the first one, they made me feel like, a, like a, just a piece of piece. Of um, so yeah, like it's um, <laughs> I um, it's just such a difference between Honda and Mercedes and what I experienced, yeah. Um, and the funny thing was is that when I took my Mercedes back to get um, serviced, the dealership that I went to originally, the ones that didn't make me feel great, they're the ones that they they were near where I lived. The where I bought the car was an hour or so away, so I took it back to the dealership where near where I lived. And again, they continued the bad service of making you feel like nothing. So it's it's such a difference there between if I if I attach my association to sales based off what I got from Mercedes, then I would think that sales is crap. Yeah, sales is like nasty and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But then I've had so many good experiences with sales. So I would say for for everyone is that think about the good experience you have, and then all you want to do is model that person. Forget about the bad experiences. Think of the good experiences and model that person. That's who you want to be because, you know, over the years I've done like each end of the scale when it comes to sales, yeah, I've done like like there's soft sales at one end on the left end and the far right end there's hard sales. Soft sales, Kenny's like, hey, I've got this here. Here's this product here. I'm selling a a computer mouse. And, um, yeah, look, if you want it, Here's a brochure on it. Just um, go to this website and you can buy it, yeah? If you want it, get back to me. That's like soft sales. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of coaches and course creators are doing, yeah? Totally. That's what majority are doing. It's basically flooded full of people that soft sell. It's almost like, like oh, look, I've got this course and program. Ah, it's here, yeah. Like reach out to me if you want it type thing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, not saying that doesn't work yet, but for the majority of people, and especially getting your feet off the ground, you're going to really struggle doing it that way. Now, the hard sales, the far right, the other extreme end, right? If I say, look, I've got this computer mouse, right? This computer mouse here is that, look, here I've got this computer mouse. It's the best in the world, yeah? Um, I'm going to give you, tell you what, it's normally 300 bucks today. If you buy it and go ahead today, I'm going to give it for 50 bucks but you have to sign right here, right now. And look, you know, I've only got one left of these, by the way. Oh, give me a second. I've just got to call my boss. Oh, someone's in someone's in the showroom right now and they're looking to buy it, yeah? Someone's in the showroom right now. They're looking to buy it. Here, you got to buy it. So see how it's kind of like pressure. Pressure, mm-hmm. pressure, 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 pressure. 
So I, what I normally say is that you got the two ends, is soft sales, hard sales. Soft sales is almost like, you know, you're, you're walking away from it. Here's my product, yeah, take it if you want. Let me know if you want it. Mm-hmm. Hard sales is, hey, buy it now, buy it now, buy it now. I'm not leaving until you buy it. <laughs> All you want to do is the best salespeople are in the middle. Right, yeah. yeah. And not only in the middle, the absolute best have elements of both and can adapt and flex from Mm -hmm. end to end, yeah? So, you know, over the years, I've done both sales. I've done all sales from the extreme soft to extreme hard where I'm not leaving your house until you put a deposit down. And, um, look, I I don't like that style, but at the end of the day, there's times where, you know, I get on the – on the call with a client and they're looking at joining up with me and they give me the money objection or they give me something like that. Right. Some people, mate, you've got to like, you've got to pull it out of them. They're like, look, I want to do this, but this, this, this. And sometimes you just got to give them a kick up the bum. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It depends on the person. So having the flexibility to go from soft sales to hard sales, that is where the ultimate salesperson is going to be depending on the situation. Yeah. Ken. So you know, how I would sell to you, Ken, would be different to someone that's a different personality. And that's mm-hmm. just the way it is. But without making people confused, because we're not doing like a sales course here, like you just want to be generally floating around the middle, yeah? So not being extreme soft, not being extreme like hard, just being floating in the middle. And generally how I explain that um, is being assertive, yeah? So... What I mean by being assertive is that, you know, making it clear that you've got something to sell and that you want to sell it, Mm -hmm. but being genuine, honest, truthful, and transparent and not pushy. So what I mean by that is it's almost like, hey, look, I've got this thing to sell. I'm not going to pretend that I've got this thing to sell. And for the right person, I'm going to try and sell it to them. And I don't apologize for that. Yeah, I'm not apologizing for it. Um, But I'm going to be honest and open to you the whole step of the way. Yeah, I only sell this to the right person. If you're not the right person, then it's not going to be right for you. But if it is, I'm going to do everything that I can to help you get it. it, Yeah, because it's right Mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. So um, that's generally a blend in like, you know, in, in something that, you know, we need to spend hours and hours and hours and hours on to really get it. That's like summed up in like, I don't know, one minute or something like that. <laughs> yeah. No, but this is that, um, this is really interesting to be honest. And I would assume that, you know, in order to get in that sweet spot and the flowing in the middle, like you said, um, obviously that requires some practice. So that means that, you know, yes, this might be hard to do, when you're trying out this the first times, obviously, and you're not going to nail it the first couple of times, obviously. you got to do yeah. a few calls until you figure out how to do this because, like you said, it's adapting, and that is yeah. something that you comes with experience, I would guess. Yeah, man. It's, it's kind of like um, you've got to – if you're on the soft end of the scales here – the honest truth is you're gonna to have to you're gonna to have to get uncomfortable to learn this style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a if you avoid sales um and you're like, all right, well, you know, I'm listening to this and yeah, Luke and Ken's telling me that I need to learn how to sell and not avoid it now. Well, you're gonna to have to go into an area of unknown. I mean, it's just with anything, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're growing our business, it's the way it is. But yeah, you're gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. You're gonna have to get uncomfortable. You're gonna have to move into and stretch yourself, yeah. Because going from soft and submissive and running away type thing, I've got this product, but hey, call me if you want it. To actually confidently saying, look, I've got this. I've got this product. I believe in it more than anything. And for the right people, I'm gonna sell it to you. And I don't apologize for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gonna make you uncomfortable to move that area. But I think it's like. If we get down to, I'll, I'll kind of go through some tips in a second, but if we get down to like the the truth of it all, yeah, it's it's really this, is that get out of our head and stop thinking like, you just got to be like, believe in what your product can do for the person, yeah? That's it. 
really get out of our head. It's like, oh, I'm worried what they're going to think if I say this and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Because, for example, Ken, like there's times where I've, I've um, spoken to potential clients and they've wanted to join like my program, yeah, and they've wanted to join you but they've had an objection. And usually like behind the objection, whether it's fear or think about or anything, it's just, sorry, whether it's money or think about it, it's just their fear, yeah. They're scared to take the step, right? In moments like that where it's like, okay, let's talk through this objection. Mm-hmm. There's times where I'm uncomfortable, yeah. I'm like, this is what's going through my head. I'm like, oh, I want to say this but I'm a little bit scared what they'll think, yeah. Is this, is this kind of making sense? Yep, totally. Yeah. So in moments like that, we really need to stop thinking about ourselves and start thinking about the person on the phone. Mm-hmm. Because the way you should see it is that their life is on the line. If they're telling you, that, hey, I, I need your product. I just don't have the money. Or, I need your product. Or I don't know if I can do this. Or, I need your product. Or look, I just need to think it over. I need your product. I don't know if I've got enough experience. Their life is on the line, yeah? Mm-hmm. And if you let your fear get in the way and not get through to them, then they're going to walk away and continue their life, yeah? Yeah. They're going to walk away and continue their life. And the fact is is that there are people hurting out there in this world, 7.5 billion or whatever it is. There are people hurting in this world right now that your product your service, your course can help and change their life right now. And I don't care like how early on, I don't care if you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars or you're just starting out, you got zero confidence, you're brand new. The fact is, is that there is at least one person in this world at a seven and a half billion that you could help and literally change your life, their life. Mm-hmm. That's the truth, yeah? Yeah, totally. Someone out there hurting right now, that the pain can go away by working with you. So I think that's a really good thing to remember because like a lot of times we're always, especially when we're starting out, we're like, oh, look, we're not we're not good enough. I don't know if my program's good enough. I don't know if it's, you know, is it, am I worthy to do this type of thing? And this is a thing that we, like, we battle with constantly. Mm-hmm. So like we're not going to be able to help all these people that are hurting. And when I say one out of seven and a half billion, that's a load of crap anyway. It's like there'll be thousands and thousands and thousands. That's the truth. And this is, I'm talking to the people that are at the least experience level. Yeah. Yeah. Least experience. There's thousands and thousands already out there. Yeah. Yeah. So if we can't get over this thing of sales, then we're never going to be able to help those people. So that's what's on the line. That Mm -hmm. is what's on the line. So let's kind of go through a few like a few tips and for say coaches, course coaching course, course creators. I would say like what's the, what's the general what's the general um, this is probably going to be I'll do a kind of a blend of both yeah because if you're a course creator and you're selling something you don't necessarily need to speak to them because you kind of got like course creators where maybe um, you, know, you you put an ad out and then they they buy it type thing and then you don't need to actually verbally speak to them, but then you've got high ticket programs, yeah, yeah where you, there's a little bit more speaking. Yeah, involved. obviously. So, yeah, there's different types of launches where, you know, like you said, course creators have like where it's not actually getting on a call one-on-one and talking things yeah. over because the investment is not that big. Um, so it's something that can be taken by just mm. producing some content and guiding them through the sales uh, funnel, obviously. But uh, for coaches, probably yeah. it's more high ticket one-on-one coaching group coaching stuff like that so mm. obviously two different types of sales but still yeah look i'll, I'll talk because we're talking more like because there's sales in regards to writing sales copy and messaging Absolutely. everything like that and then there's the sales where you get on the phone with them and speak to them type thing it's, it's probably going to be better if we talk more about the actual verbal stuff and i would yeah. think if you, anyway you know whether you well, if you're starting out, you're probably yeah. not starting out with a course. I would, well, at least yeah. I would recommend that you start working one-on-one with people so you kind of learn to understand your, you know, your ideal client and all that. So, yeah, yeah, I would say that let's speak to 
the people who need to get on call, talk to people yep. selling that way. Beautiful. All right, let's do that. Okay, so I would say that, um, first of all, if we look at, you know, you probably would have heard of scripts, yeah? Yeah. The old scripts. Um, <laughs> just seriously drop the scripts, yeah? Like, um, <laughs> scripts are terrible. Um, if uh, Scripts are what make you... F- because the, the, the major thing, the major objection with sales is that I don't want to sound pushy, mm-hmm. I don't want to be pushy, and I don't want to be inauthentic, yeah, which yeah. is a really cool thing because if anyone that's saying that, it means you're a good person. I mean, right. even pushy and inauthentic people, doesn't mean they're bad people, but, no, but um, yeah. you, know, it's, it's, you know what I mean? If they're like, oh, look, I don't like sales because I don't want to be pushy or inauthentic, it just it tells me that you're a really nice person, yeah? So, like, you just want to, if you do a, um, if you have all scripts for everything and you're reading off and you're like, Hello, Ken. Uh, Luke here. <laughs> How are you today? That's going to yeah. come across inauthentic, right? So <laughs> what I would say, don't do scripts. Have an outline of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Just have dot points. Like I have, you know, I have just main points when I'm getting on the phone with potential clients. Um, you know, even like today with my podcast, I've got main points that I'm reading off, yeah, just to jog my memory. I don't have like sentences and crap, but I'm like, oh, I've got a little main point. Talk about that. Mm. Talk about that. So um, you just want to have like an outline of what you're talking about to jog your memory and then you can talk about that naturally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if we look at like the journey of a general, if we're selling, say, one-to-one, yeah, the general journey is that someone comes in and finds and discovers you, yeah? Um, do your audience use social media, Ken? Is there a particular Most likely, platform? yeah. yeah. Um, is there in- Instagram, Facebook, probably most. Okay. All right, so say Instagram, right? So the first thing is that someone discovers your page, yeah, and they're going to make a, a quick judgment on whether you're worth to follow or not, right? Mm-hmm. They go onto Ken's page and they check out his bio and they're like, oh, does this bio connect with me? Does it speak to exactly me and the problem that I have in my life? And then they have a quick look at you, maybe your photos or your videos and just get a feel for your page. Based off that, they go next person or they go follow, right? Mm-hmm. So once they follow you, the um, from there following is that by you producing content every week, what it does is it basically um, it builds like an authority with them in their eyes that it builds trust. It, it shows them that, um, you know, you can help them type thing. So mm-hmm. you, you build content and then you get to the point where you're like, well, you've got to ask for the sale, yeah? So you present them an offer. So if we look at that natural thing where it comes in where you've got a new follow, you've got a process and a period of where they, like a nurturing process, yeah, where they're getting to know you. They're like, oh, Ken actually knows his stuff. Ken's an authority in the area. Oh, I trust Ken to actually be able to help me out with the problem, right? That's the nurturing process. And then there's the point where you actually give them an offer, yeah, which mm-hmm. is the sales point, the actual kind of like the, uh, not the transaction point, but it's like, hey, look, you've got a problem. Here's my solution to that problem. Yeah. And then once they consider the offer, then it's the actual, well, you get them on the phone and you speak to them and then you, you, uh, you either get them to join or not join. Right. Yeah. And so I I'm think that's going to go a, through that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. sorry. I just think it's an important distinction to point out that, you know, we talk about an offer and not necessarily a sale. Um, yeah. Yes. The offer is obviously a sale too, but still it feels different. It sounds different because you kind of making an offer to, you know, join you on whatever it is the yeah. opportunity is. Yeah. Yeah, it's true, man. It's kind of like just like the words that you put around. It's like, look, I've got something to sell. It's like you're just, you're just offering someone something. Yeah. I mean, they don't they don't have to buy, obviously. It's up to them. Nah. But you nah, can man. try to, you know, influence them to buy, obviously. Yeah, man. It's like um, what you just brought up there. I would say like your goal is throughout this whole process is that once you get a new follower, right, make it your goal to be as open and honest as possible. This is what's going to take away this, like, you know, for people that are shying away from sales thinking that, oh, if I sell, I'm twisting my words, I'm lying to him, mm-hmm. I'm manipulating. This is what's going to cancel all that out, yeah, is that your goal is to be as open and honest and transparent with everything that you do. 
And this is what's going to give you a, a big point of difference because we all know we're on Instagram and Facebook at the moment. Um, and with coaches and course creators, you would know that everyone and majority of people are just doing the same stuff. Um, majority of people are looking the same, sound the same, showing up the same, yeah. And yep. um, it's, it's, it's hard to have a point of difference these days and stand out and especially in the early days where we've only got 200 followers or 500 mm-hmm. followers or whatever it is. It's like how do I get noticed with all these people that, you know, I'm looking at that coach and that course creator and they've got 10,000 followers and they've got all these raving fans that love their stuff. And I've only got 200 followers, right? And the 200 followers are my family. <laughs> <laughs> so um, one thing that you have a major advantage over is being different in the sales process, yeah, mm-hmm. which I'll get to in a moment. So being this, the first goal is being open and honest and transparent. That is your goal throughout everything. Now, someone follows you, right? Mm-hmm. Someone's followed you. You got a new follower, and you got to obviously identify if they could be right for you. Yeah, but once they follow you, and you've gone, okay, this person looks like they could be like a target, like target market. They could be a client of mine. They're not like, say, you know, if you help uh, 20-year-old women, it's not like a six-year-old guy or something like that. You're like, well, you know, this this looks like someone's my target market. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, with this, I just promise to be open, honest, and transparent with this woman. Cool? Yep. The, um, like the first, the first thing is like just don't try and sell her from the get-go. Yeah, so this is like an example of trying to sell her from the get-go. We'll just call her Kara. Kara follows me and I'm like, hey, Kara, what's up? Um, I, I, I message her in the DMs, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Kara, what's up? Thanks for the follow. Look, Kara, just let you know, I help coaches build their online business. Um, da, 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 da. So tell me about your business. Tell me about what mm-hmm. are you doing here? Tell me about why you follow me. There's a lot of that going on. Now, um, the, well, I shouldn't say there's a lot of it going on because majority of people don't reach out in the DMs, yeah? But for the people that do reach out, there's a lot of that going on. And it's kind of like, I don't like that shit. I don't know about you, Cam, but when someone reaches out to me instantly and does that, I'm just like, ah, you're just trying to sell me from the get-go. I'm like, I haven't haven't built the relationship with you for you to sell me yet, yeah? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this is where this assertive but, um, what was the word I used? Assertive but soft thing comes in, right? Because the person that's like, you know, you're getting you follow and then they reach out to you straight away and go, hey, what's up? Um, thanks for the follow. Oh, tell me about yourself type thing. They're being assertive, yeah? They're being assertive. So tick that box. Mm-hmm. Where they're lacking is the softness because it's almost like they're just being too assertive and too pushy from the get-go. So what you want to do to balance it is that I believe that for every, and this is what I do for every new follower, I teach all my clients to do this, Every new follower, reach out to them if they're your target market, if you think they could be. And I do it by doing a video. I think personally for uh, a, a video is that no one does it, yeah? So mm. no one reaches out to you via video. Everyone reaches out by text. Very rarely does someone do it by video because all I'm looking for, Ken, is how can I have a point of difference from the coaches that have been doing this for 10 years, making millions of bucks and have you know 50,000 followers? How can I use the strength that I have being early stage mm-hmm. and do things that they can't do? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this is something that we as newer coaches and core creators can do. And we have a huge advantage over it. And I tell you what, it works amazingly well. And it works at the moment. And I've been talking about this for a year. It still hasn't caught on, but I've noticed more. I, I've maybe. I've maybe had two or three people reach out by video to introduce themselves when I follow them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's over the last year, two or three people out of all the people I've followed, right? Yeah. So it's like this. Someone follows you and I just go, hey, Kate, what's up? Luke here. just wanted to say thanks for the follow. Um, look, I appreciate it. I hope you're having a great day. Chat soon. Okay. So what are we doing there? We're like, we're not pushing anything onto them. Mm-hmm. We're not selling, yeah? 
but we're saying hello. We're introducing ourselves. And this is like the first step. And look, if, if you don't want to do video, at least send them a voice message. Don't do a text. Yeah. Do something different. Do something different, yeah. I would highly recommend video. And if you're not ready to get to video, do a voice message. But it's like connection, yeah. We're on social media. It's all about connection. So if I send a text, they don't know what I sound like. They don't know what I look like. They're going to make judgments based off that text, yeah. It could be good or could be bad. But if they hear my voice, then they're going to connect with me more, yeah? Mm -hmm. If they see me and hear my voice, they're going to connect with me even more. Sales is all about building relationships, is it not? So true. Like, you know, with you and I, Kenny, there's, there's, uh, there's tens of thousands of, maybe not you, but I know for me, but there's like tens of thousands of people that do the exact same thing as me. They do the exact same thing as me, yeah? But what is it that's going to get my potential client to choose me over the other tens of thousands of people? What's... The person, what is it about you, Ken, that they're going to choose you over the other thousands of people that do exactly what you do, which is helping people launch, yeah? Mm-hmm. We've got to figure that out. We've got to give them a reason to choose us, yeah? Because at the end of the day, man, like I'm speaking about the same as the next business coach. Like I ain't got miracles. I'll be honest with you. I ain't got miracles. I ain't got, I ain't got strategies that has never been seen before. We're all teaching the rough same stuff, roughly, Yeah but I've got to give them a reason to listen to me over the next person. Mm-hmm. What's that reason? And all I'm doing is giving them that reason from the get go. Hey, what's up? Luke here. Just want to say hello. Thanks for the, thanks for the ad. Appreciate it. Have a great day. No one else in that, my industry is doing that. So already I've got a point of difference tick. And all I want to do is keep on ticking those point of differences. Yes. So they start watching my content and taking notice of me because the truth is everyone is that if your audience fully absorbed your content they would buy from you mm-hmm. as long as your content's good right it's not the the the, the challenge isn't putting content out the challenge is, is getting eyeballs on your content because our content's awesome right it's full mm-hmm. of grass stuff yep. But it's getting eyeballs and ears on our content as opposed to listening to other coaches and course creators' content. So we need to give them a reason to, yeah? So that's the first thing. That's the first thing that I do. And everybody, it's look, it takes obviously some time to do this, but I do it two times a week, Monday and Thursdays. I have an appointment in my diary called Lead Strategy. And look, it doesn't really take long at all. It takes 15 seconds to record a video. Let's just say I get, I don't know, 30, 40 new followers a week, yeah? To me, to do the video process seriously, it's like it takes maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not much. And it's 10 minutes that's going to make a huge difference because this is what happens, yeah? Is that I, don't, I would say out of those videos, 50% of people and that's on a bad day, will mm-hmm. actually reply to it. So I'm already engaging with them. They're like, oh, my God, this is what they say. Oh, my God, a personalized video. Never got that before. Everyone <laughs> says that, Ken. Love it. Everyone says it. They've never got it before because no one else does it. Yeah? And this is such yeah. a simple thing to do. So instantly they're like, who's this Ken guy sending me a personalized video? And then they go to your profile, yeah? They, they go back to it. Mm-hmm. And then they start they looking at your content again. And because they've gone back to your profile and they're looking at your content, next time you post something, guess what's going to show up on their feed? Yeah, exactly. Good old Ken. Mm-hmm. And here's the cool thing, right, is that people might be like, oh, Luke, I'm trying, I'm trying the video or I'm trying to reach out to new followers, but only 10% are um, replying to me. 90%, I just get that scene thing, you know, the old scene message. You, you right. do a little DM yep. and they've seen it. Um, this is why it's not bad because even though like say, you know, 90% don't reply to you, what do they do when they've actually got a personal guys video from you? Do you oh, do they, they watch it. They watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, guess what they do next? They go to your profile. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, I followed this dude the other day. Who's this Ken dude? I'm going to go back to his profile. And then again, they start going through your content and guess what? 
Whether they like it or not, next time you post something, it's going to be on their newsfeed because the algorithm has said, hey, look, show this dude stuff because you've been on their profile twice mm-hmm. in the last week. Tell you what, it's the, like the, one of the easiest, best strategies going around and seriously, no one's doing it at the moment. This is what I'm saying, yeah, is that it still hasn't catched on, which I'm surprised. The reason why I don't think it's caught on yet, Ken, is because I just think people are lazy. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Ken, I just think people are lazy and doing things like this. And it's almost like they want to build this amazing coaching business, but they're just not willing to do this kind of scrappy stuff at the start. But seriously, it's such an easy thing to do. So that would be the first thing, right? Is to reach out. Um, what's the next one? No, oh, yeah. next one is, so is don't pretend that you don't have something to say. I think this is like, an, this is another, this is another th- mistake that a lot of us make is that um, a lot of people have done a course or a program teaching you how to build a, a, a coaching business. And especially if you've done like a, especially if you've done a course that is like really focused on Instagram, for example, if you've done like a, a coaching course and it's like, hey, build your online coaching business and it's like heavily focused with Instagram strategies, I guarantee you've learned this strategy and it's, and it's engaging. So mm-hmm. you've got to engage, yeah? It's like you you know, always like engage with people and writing comments and, you know, the old love this thing. Yeah. Oh, I love your dress or, oh, I love that. And it's just almost, almost like your comments are just love that, love this, love this, love this. I call it fingaging. Right, so it's fake engaging, fingaging. <laughs> we don't like it. No one likes it. The person that receives it doesn't like it. So we already know what people when they they actually comment on our posts, and they're like, "Love this," or they're like, "Oh, I totally agree with that." Yeah, we just know. Oh my god, this person's just fake commenting. Yeah, mm-hmm. just so they see my comment, and then I go to their profile, and hopefully that I, you know, I like build a relationship. Yeah. And this is where this lying comes through. Yeah. This is like, this is, this is sleazy sales right now. Yeah. Because we're not being honest. What we're doing is that we're like, hey, I've got this product. I want to sell it to you. I'm going to pretend to be your friend. Yeah. Exactly. So remember, what was our goal at the start of all this? If you remember, Not to build a relationship. To build a relationship, be open and honest. Yeah. Yeah. If we want to be open and honest with all this, well, we're not being open and honest by doing this. So we don't want to pretend that we don't have anything to sell. And this is what this is what I personally do, Ken, is that basically once I've done that video to people and introduced myself, about a week later, and remember, a lot of a lot of them will, will engage back, yeah, because like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I haven't got this um, thing. Thanks for that. Great to meet you. And what I'm doing is I'm actually having a legit conversation with them because they've opened up and engaged with me, yeah? I'm not like fake engaging on their pictures and crap. I'm speaking to them in their DMs, having a real honest conversation with them. And I'm not trying to sell them because like I'm just talking to them, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what after about a week or so, what I do is I send them a, a voice message and I say, hey, Cam, what's up? Um, Luke here, just reaching out to you to give you a gift, actually. Um, it's something that I give all my new followers. And it's like it's small. It's a video. only goes for a minute. I talk about something really simple and basic. But, um, you know, it's something that we don't focus on. And when we do focus on it, it makes a huge difference to our business. Again, who does this, Ken? No one. <laughs> i never no gotten one. one. Yeah. So, again... All you're doing is you're ticking the box of point of difference, right? Mm -hmm. What I'm doing also is that I'm transferring from the friends to now saying, look, I've got something to sell, but I'm doing it in the softest way possible. I'm not saying, hey, here, look at this. I'm like, hey, look, I've got this. It's a gift I give to all my new followers. I'm telling them, yeah, like I'm, I'm being honest. I send this to all my new followers. Yeah, I'm being completely honest what I'm doing. This is what it is. It's a minute. It's simple. I'm telling. I'm being honest. I'm telling exactly what it is. Here's the link to it. If you want, check it out. If you want, I'm not saying check it out. I'm like, if you want, check it out. And if you do, let me know what you think. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm 
see how I'm like just being assertive, but I'm being soft. Now, from this is that, you know, out of those, um, let's just say you've had uh, 50% of people reply to your video. Once you send this link, not everyone's going to actually reply to it, yeah? Yep. But that's, that's okay. That is okay. All we're looking for is the right people here. Mm-hmm. So true. All we're looking for is the right people. And the right people will love what you're doing. The wrong people won't. Pretty simple. So um, what was I going to say here? So I kind of like, that's the general gist. Like we, we can talk about this for a while, but that, that's the general gist of, of just being open and honest. Tell them exactly what you're doing nurture them yeah but you just want to get away from being fake with it all yeah it's like look i've got this product to sell i'm looking for the right person to sell it to i'm not going to apologize for it look i've got this i just did this video here ken i thought you may like it if you want to check it out here's a link to it i'm just doing this through dms that's it Mm -hmm. cool and um you know for people listening to this You might be like, oh, gee, that's a lot to take on, Luke. If it's too much for you to take on, just do one thing, which is just reach out to them and introduce yourself. If it means just take on one thing, just reach out. Yeah, that's it. If you're kind of like, yeah, I can do that, and you're like, you like the gift idea thing, try the gift thing as well. Um, All right. So let's kind of talk about, just kind of wrap things up, is getting on like, say, a call. Mm-hmm. with them is, and I know I'm bridging a pretty big gap here, but like let's just say that we're on a call with them. You've made them an offer and they're kind of like, yeah, look, I like it. And now it's to the point where they're kind of applied for your course, your program, and it's just getting them in. So again, continuing the theme of being open, open and honest and, tra- and transparent. When you get on this call is you just want to tell them what you're going through on the call. At the start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being so, open um, and honest again, obviously. Being open and honest, that's all it is. That's all it is, being open and honest. So if you get on a call, right, so you get on a call and, like, what is your ultimate goal? What's You've applied for your course to sign them up, right, mm-hmm. if they're right for the program. If they're right and you can work with them, you can get them results, everything like that, then the goal is to all right, get them started. But if they're not right for it, if what we do is not right for them, then we're going to send them away. Mm-hmm. That's our goal. So where goal of the call is to find out if what we do is perfect for them. That's right. it. Not to, not to make the sale. A goal of the call is to find out if what we do is perfect for them. That's it. So that's almost like you're going in there like, all I want to do now is just find out if what I do is perfect for them. It's a different intention to make the sale, yeah? Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, well, my goal is to find out if my what I do is perfect for you. You can technically say that, can't you? You go on the phone like, hey, Ken, what's up, man? Look, um, all right, we'll have a chat today. Probably go for like 30 minutes or so. Look, mate, I guess the goal of today is just to find out if what I do is perfect for you. Mm-hmm. Um, for some people it is, other people it's not. But, yeah, I'll... Um, well, first, we'll probably, I'll just ask you a few questions. Um, you know what? Actually, I'll smash you with a few questions <laughs> just to find out if, um, I just want to understand it, yeah? I want to know what you're going through and like that. Then that'll give me more of an idea if, if I can help you. And then you go, all right, if, we, if we're cool with that, if I know I can help you, then we'll talk about um, my course, my program and what it, um, what it, what it entails. And if we're kind of happy with everything then, then we can discuss the possibility of getting you started. Is that cool? I'm like, yeah. See how I'm like being assertive, but I'm being soft. Mm-hmm. I'm being open. I'm being, look, my goal here is this. I'm being transparent. Look, this is what we're going through on the call. And the theme of what we do is what we want to do is build trust, build trust, build trust, build trust, build trust, build trust. Build trust. Because when it comes down to the objections at the end, which 
you may get, you may not get. If you've built a trusting relationship with them, Ken and everyone, the objections are so easy to get over. And this is the key to objections, yeah? This is the absolute key to overcoming objections is build massive trust with them. So I'm not going to like go through scripts on what do you say when they say they don't have money? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> apart, you know, uh, you know, do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see your life? And blah, like all that old school shit. I, I just say get, get tr- you want your truth to come out on this call. If you've built this trust process from the very beginning, hey, Ken, what's up? Luke here. Want to say hello. Thanks for the f- call. Have a great day. Trust. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's not trying to sell me something. Trust. Next thing. Hey, Ken, look, I've, I've made this thing for all my new followers. If you want to check it out, check it out. Let me know what your thoughts are if you do. Trust. Yeah. And then like the whole journey is just, hey, look, I'm here to help you out, but only if you want it. Yeah. If you want it, I'm here to help you out. If you want it, I'm here to help you out. Here's a suggestion. Here's a suggestion. Look at this. Look at that. So the whole thing's built on trust. When you get them on the phone, like they trust you, yeah? But they're going to be a little bit nervous because they're going to be like, oh, look, I want to do this, but, you know, what's coming? I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Tell them, look, Kenny, look, my goal of today is just to find out if what I do is perfect for you. Um, and it may be, look, for some people it is. Um, others that not, um, I guess we can work that out. I'll ask you a number of questions just to find out about you. We can go through the details of the program. If everything's like all perfect, yeah, we can talk about the possibility of you getting started. But yeah, probably about half an hour go for. Is that sweet? You say this, man, they're relaxed, yeah? They know what's coming. And then at the end, you go through it all. Yeah, they love it. They love it, love it. And guess what? They give an objection. Mm -hmm. They go, Luke, all right, sounds good. Um, Look, just need to, just need to, think things over and um, yeah, I've got a, I'm not sure about my finances. Um, I'll let you know. Then you're like, oh, cool. Kenny, is it, um, I just, is it cool we just have a conversation around all this? And you're like, yep. And like, all right. So yeah, man, look, I just want to, let's just have a real open, honest, transparent conversation around this part here. Do you feel like what I do is perfect for you? And they're like, yeah, I love what you do. And you're like, all right, Awesome. Because you just want to get that little part out the, the way is that you want to find out if they're loving what you're doing, yeah? Because mm-hmm. if they're like, oh, maybe your program's not right for me, I don't feel it, then you don't want to try and close them, yeah? Yeah. If they say that they love what you do, then it's like, but I don't have the money, for example. All you have to do is have a conversation around how to uh, make it work. That's it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So if they go, look, Luke, I love what you do. I just don't have the money. You're like, all right, so you love what I do. This the money's the, the challenge right now. Like, yeah, man. All right, I'm like, okay, well, do you want to work out a, a solution to get around that? Um, they're like, yeah, right. I'm like, sweet. Well, let's have a chat. Mm-hmm. Get a coffee. Put your feet up and have a chat with them. You don't need any scripts. Love it. That's it. You're like, all right, so you want to do the course? Tell me about your, tell me about the money situation. What's holding you back? And you're like, oh, well, this, 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 this. I'm like, all right, cool. So how do we get past it? Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal, guys. Everyone's got access to the, the biggest objection you get is money, right? Everyone has got access to thousands of dollars. Yeah, one thousand, two thousand, three thousand, five thousand, whatever the money is. Everyone's got access to that money in their life. That's a fact. Because the old thing is, is that you know. Um, let's just say your course is two grand. This person hasn't got any money, yeah? And then they said, oh, well, you know, you can have a brand new house that's 50 million bucks, your dream house. You can get it for two grand. You got no money. Will you find the money? 100% they will, yeah? So that's a fact. Mm-hmm. Absolute fact. We all have the money available and we can get the money. Now, if we know that, then this comes down to their level of commitment and how much they want it. So... The last thing around the objection thing is just have a conversation, an open and honest conversation around it about how you can make it work. That is it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, Seriously, I think we could go on for many hours. Uh, Obviously, you know what you're talking about. Uh, But let's uh, leave that for another time, perhaps. Uh, How can people reach out to you and learn more about sales and, you know, working with you? 
Yeah, can um, probably Instagram would be the best. It's at Luke Page. Or so, what is it? At Luke underscore Page. So just L U K E underscore P A G E. All right. Awesome. I'll put that up in the show notes so they can click through and uh, check out your profile. And hopefully you can get yeah, some DMs from uh, some people who have been listening to the episode. Um, again, appreciate that you coming on. Uh, it was early. Yes, yeah. Uh, but now it's getting brighter outside, I see. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. It's probably like midnight where you are now almost. Yeah, closing to. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But yeah, appreciate the dedication to jumping on a podcast and doing this with me. So thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Kenny. All right, everybody. That's it for today. And we'll talk again next week. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.